Hi, I am Nan Gardner, and I am Creeping It Real by listening to a Paranormal Chicks. Thanks for listening. And we are Paranormal Chicks. Sinister Sightings, Bob. And y'all just heard Nan. She is a great member of our Creepinati. Yes. Thank you, Nan, for being part of the Creepinati. And what does that mean? She's a Patreon (laughs) member. No, a Patreoner. A Patreoner. Yeah, I said that, like, because I suck at saying words. But (laughs) she is a Patreoner on our Patreon. The... (laughs) We have a Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Patreon. Could I say Patreon again? No. So anyway, if you want to introduce an episode or have a little shout out on an episode or get bonus content, lives lives. with us, we do group chats. Yeah, video chats. Like, yeah, group video chats on the Creepinati page. So to be on that private page, you have to be a $5 or above patron Patron. <laughs> Patronati. Patronati. <laughs> Holy fuck. So if you want to be in that, hit us up on Patron. <laughs> what? Patron. What are these words? <laughs> Say it one more time. I swear to God. Now I'm like, oh, do I need to support us on Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> But as we always say, if you cannot financially support us, we completely understand. No pressure. But you can always like us, share on whatever, yeah, on and write reviews on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever yes, takes reviews. That helps us get more exposure for more creepsters mm-hmm. and everything. And that, in turn, gets us the ability to do more. Yes. And that's what we want to keep doing is growing and being able to provide more content. Mm-hmm. Like our hopes is to do these sinister sightings once every week instead right. of every, every two other week. weeks. Yeah. Or whatever. Also, another way you can support us, if you're listening to this, screenshot it and tag us on Instagram mm-hmm. and we will put that in our stories. So mm-hmm. we'll tag you, all that. We like to see when you're listening to us, what episode you're on, that kind of stuff. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> technology no so thank you nan for being amazing and part of the creepinati and good job on your clip and there's a hurricane coming a hurricane a brewing <laughs> and a coming gonzo or gordo what's Gordon. his name <laughs> he's coming that's what she said i was about to say <laughs> um where yeah we have a hurricane brewing in the gulf supposed to be making landfall like it in like two hours yep and we are here recording because that's how much we love you we're dedicated i swear to god i was about to say that's how dedicated we are (laughs) we're dedicated or we might be dead or it's because we procrastinate (laughs) that too all of the above Mm -hmm. i mean hopefully (laughs) not dead and hopefully our power doesn't die oh my gosh i know it's like part of me won't like really doesn't want to go to work tomorrow and get uh, a day to rest. But on what? the other hand, I need air conditioning. Uh, yeah. 
um, sorry, you need to get your ass to work because... If, if I don't go to work, it's only because we don't have power. Yeah, and Big Mama needs air, and <laughs> so does Marley. Oh, God. Like, mm-mm. So, y'all pray for us because I need air. <laughs> Not because, you know, house still standing, <laughs> people safe. She needs air. Priorities. Pray, pray for us. She needs air. But for real, hopefully everyone will, if y'all are listening to this on Thursday, mm-hmm. everything's okay. <laughs> if not, you would have heard by now. <laughs> yes. It would have been Blair Witch style, me sweating, being like, help. Help me, help me. I need you now. What? Help. The Beatles song? I don't like the Beatles. Well, I mean, they're not my favorite band, but I know the song. Now that y'all officially hate me because I don't know Harry Potter, don't like the Beatles. She has something against people who are British. I don't. I love British people. I do. (laughs) I don't like hot tea, but I mean. Oh, I've recently gotten into hot tea. No. I like tea, but it's got to be cold. With sugar. No. Like, I like other things of tea. It's just, like, can't just be tea. It Mm -hmm. needs to have, like, a flavor to it. Like, lavender tea. Ugh. That, but it has to have ice. Anyway, now that y'all know all about me, let's get into the stories. Other people. Oh, true. Oh, good one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay, we have a story, and she would rather us leave her name out. So, what's her name? Rose. Rose. Nyland. Yeah, I was. I thought you were going to say not, and I was going to say Titanic. <laughs> I'm. I'll never like, let go. like i know i always know golden girls that's what we do but every time we say a name i like go to a different yeah thing because that's me squirrel so rose wrote in too many r's w's (laughs) my dad was in his early 20s and had moved out of his parents house one weekend he came by just to say hello and hang out with his hang out with his mom and dad His sister and brother, who still lived in the house, were both gone for the night and would not be coming home until the next day. So there they were, just sitting on the patio, drinking coffee and having good conversation. My grandma and grandpa were sitting with their backs to the house while my dad sat facing them with a clear view of inside the house through the windows. So they're sitting there and all of a sudden my dad sees someone walk by inside of the house. It was only supposed to be the three of them there. So he immediately was alarmed and leapt to his feet asking my grandma and grandpa if someone else was in the house. They both said no and just looked at each other and smirked. My dad started to tell them someone was in the house and he was ready to spring into action. They just sat there unfazed by this information and told him he needed to sit down. They had something to tell him. Oh, shit. Oh, God. We're swingers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Still smiling, they said this wasn't something that they wanted to bring up because they didn't want anyone to be scared. However, they also knew eventually it would be seen by someone else. They proceeded to tell him that there was a presence in the house. It had been there a while, and they had known for a while. They had both seen it on multiple occasions, but they both said it was a good presence. Nothing bad ever happened when it was around. 
no negative energy or bad feelings. They were completely content to share their space with this spirit. They didn't bother it, and it didn't bother them. After hearing this, my dad, of course, still went into the house to investigate and found nothing. A couple of months later, my aunt, who was a teenager at the time, had a friend over one night. It was late, and they were getting ready for bed when my aunt's friend went into the kitchen to get a drink of water. She screamed bloody murder and woke up the whole house. She said she felt someone grab her shoulder, not in a mean way, just like someone put their hand on you and squeezed a little, but she was alone in the kitchen. And that's how the rest of the house found out about the ghost. There were a lot of other little things that continued happening in the house until they moved out, but no one really likes to talk about it. I think it still freaks them out too much. What? Right? But, like, meanwhile, the grandparents were just, like, chilling with it. Mm Mm-hmm. I wonder how long they lived there, like, as a family before he moved out and, like, why the ghost only showed himself to the parents. Right. And not the kids. And then, like, also what made the ghost touch the guest. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point. Because she wasn't getting water. That's why. Because she was like, ooh, no one's around. I'm just going to get some of this whiskey. And it was like, no, girl. Mm. And then she screamed. And then she was like, just getting water. Damn. Actually, it'd be like vodka. Because then she'd be like, oh, this is water. <laughs> See, in my mind, I went straight to Oreos. <laughs> Legit, when you said she wasn't getting water, I was like, she's getting Oreos. (laughs) Well, one, you know, she can't hide that shit because that black shit will be all up in it. All up in your teeth. All up in it. Oh, my God. That is great. Thanks for sending that, Rose. Yes. So, do you remember Blanche emailing us, like, very first Sinister Sightings, I think? Uh Uh-huh. We have another email from her. Okay. From another story. So Blanche says, okay, so I have what my friends in South Texas would call a play sister. This was my friend of many years who is so close that they might as well be blood. We will call her D. She and I are going on 17 years of friendship. She has a no-nonsense kind of gal. She doesn't have one. She is one. (laughs) 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 Who does not really believe in anything spiritual, ghosts, or otherwise. About a year ago, I went to stay with her for a week after the birth of her daughter. She already had a son, G, who was three years old. I stayed in the guest room, which shared a wall with G's room. This little dude would sing himself to sleep. Aww. I could hear muffled children's singing from from him and could sometimes make out the words he was saying. I was laying in bed, reading, listening to the singing through the wall. Then he stopped. And the next thing I can hear him say clearly was, scary ghost, go away, go away. Then he continued singing and eventually fell asleep. Oh, what? The next morning, I pulled Dee aside and let her know that Jeep creeped me out with all that (laughs) scary ghost stuff. And she started laughing. She said that it was a song on YouTube about a scary ghost. (laughs) Then she said... If I wanted to freak you out, I'd tell you about the dream, end quote. Naturally, we poured wine and sat down to talk about this while the kiddos napped at the same time. I had already had my encounter with the thing in my daughter's room at this time, so I had a bad feeling about what she had to say. Apparently, one night, G wakes D and her hubs in the middle of the night screaming and crying. Kids have different screams. She said that this 
was one that they thought he was currently being hurt. Like maybe he had tried to climb out of his crib, got his leg stuck, or something was happening to him right now. Gosh. It's panicked and painful. So they run in there, and G is standing in his crib, and he's hysterical. He proceeded to tell them that the, quote, old lady with the, quote, long gray hair woke him up and was scratching him. (gasps) They check him over, no scratches. They watch the footage from his video monitor, nothing there. They just see him start freaking out. So at this point, I ask her what she said to make him calm down and ever sleep in that room again. They told him that it was just a dream and that it was a bad dream and that it's not real and probably won't happen again. G, being three, thought that they meant that the name of the old lady. So he started calling her (gasps) the dream. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. G would see the quote, like, the dream a few more times. Once D put him down for a nap and dropped a sack of folded clothes down in front of his crib, to which G said, no, mama, not there. The dream sleeps there. (gasps) No. What the fuck? One, how that old lady get down? I can't get down and get up that fast. Another time, Dee was sitting with G in the rocking chair and reading a book, and he turned around to give her a hug and a snuggle. She said she felt him tense up and start staring over her shoulder into the corner. She asked him what he was looking at, and he replied, the dream. Oh, fuck. To my knowledge, she and the hubs never did anything about it. They do not know the supernatural to be real and therefore do not consider it a threat. They kept telling him that the dream was not real. She and I then had a long discussion about how different people can sometimes see different things, especially children. And real or not, this might be a good time to talk about not going anywhere with a dream, not playing, quote, games with a dream. And if he sees the dream again, to tell her to leave and not come back. I don't know if she did or not. Writing this, I sent a text to see if G ever stopped seeing the dream. I'll follow up and let you guys know what she said. Love y'all's faces. Blanche. Aww. Okay. But we have the follow-up email. Okay. So, Blanche says, Okay, I have some corrections. After texting with D, I learned a few things. One, the first time he saw it, he didn't call it the old lady with the long hair. He said that's what she looked like. What he said was, quote, the other mommy who sleeps on the floor is bothering me, end quote. That's when she said it was just a dream, and he started calling the other mommy the dream. Oh, my. That's even scarier. That is fucking terrifying. Yeah. First of all, that means she was, like, nurturing him. You know what I mean? Like, she... Yes, would, like, comfort him when he was crying. Yeah. And... That poor child, like, having something, oh, my God. Okay, number two. G would call D through the monitor and say to come into his room because the dream was bothering him. When she asked where the dream was, he pointed to the ceiling or the wall and say, it's right there. Uh Uh-uh. Oh, okay. So, on the dead files, Amy, the, like, psychic lady, Mm Mm-hmm who she'll get people to draw what she sees in the room. Oh, yeah. And when she makes them draw something coming from the ceiling, those are the scariest. Uh Uh-uh. And, like, that's all I can picture. And bless that kid's heart. No. Okay. Oh, my God. Some nights, 
she would have a bad feeling and stay up with him in his room for a long time. And they would practice saying, go away, scary dream. You're not welcome here. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Last one, number four. At the height of these dream sightings, there was a drive-by shooting carried out on her next-door neighbor's house, the same side of the house that G slept in. After that, they moved him into their room where he slept until they moved houses five weeks later. No dream since they moved him out of that room. She said that it was lucky because she didn't know what to do, and she was about to get some sage and call the church. This must have been truly terrifying because she does not believe. Wow. Love y'all's faces, Blanche. Wow. Holy. Like, That what? makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. Like, truly like, makes my stomach hurt. I know. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, whoa. That that truly makes my stomach hurt. Mm-hmm. And it just breaks my heart because I think of all the times, I don't know, like, even with Andy, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Because you think it's like a, what's the word, imaginary friend yeah. or something, but it's... Like, it could be something terrifying. And, like, when he said it, he's black and he has red eyes... Again, Ethan was into Harry Potter and stuff. So, yeah. you know, I mean, he likes sci-fi kind of things. Well, and I think about my sister, Casey, her son, Cole. And he's four now. But, like, he was one that could, like, sing himself to sleep and, yeah. you know, all that. And he's so articulate for his age and smart in that, like, he would be able to describe those things at three as yeah. well. And so it's like... God, those poor babies, like, what are they seeing that they can't explain or they can't describe or yeah, we're missing that they're seeing? And are they living in fear or do they not know that it's not right? Right. You know? Wow, that was a good one, Blanche. For real. Okay, so we have an email from Jen and the title is My Brother and the White Lady. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. So, Jen says, hey, ladies. Hey. Hi. My dad, stepmom, and brother moved into the house my dad and stepmom still live in when my brother was between three and five. Shit, everything's happening at three. Okay. Which is weird because, you know, which an hour, 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Mm, and, oh, sorry. <laughs> Tangent time. Back to Blanche's story. When he said she was scratching him mm-hmm. or whatever, I was like, if it's three marks, get out. Like, do something. Because that's usually a demonic oh. thing. Like the Sally House and all of that. Yeah. So, well, I was thinking, like, the old hag. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Sorry. So, they moved in when her brother was three or five. In parentheses, I was way too involved in my own child issues to remember exactly when it happened. (laughs) Totally understand. My dad inherited the house from his aunt. It was originally his grandmother's house, and she passed away a few years before. On Friday nights, my cousin and I would go sleep over. My dad told us that unless we were there, my brother wouldn't ever want to be in his room. So, of course, we all sat down to question him about it. Duh. (laughs) He said that when we were there, everything was fine. But if he was alone in his room, the white lady would come and try to talk to him, and it scared him. He'd never say anything to her, just run. I think I rolled my eyes and said something like, 
maybe she's just trying to play with you. That's rude to ignore her. <laughs> oh, my God. Stranger danger. <laughs> okay. Um, a year or two goes by, and a picture of my great-grandmother, the one whose house we're in, pops <gasps> up. My brother screamed, oh, my God, that's her. That's the white lady. What? We all slowly turned and looked at him, and then we told him who she was. A little while after that, we realized we hadn't heard anything about the white lady, so we asked him if he was still seeing her. He replied, no. After I knew who she was, she came again while I was playing, and I finally listened to her. She asked me for a hug, and I gave her one since I wasn't scared anymore, and I haven't seen her since. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Recently, my son stayed over at their house and was sleeping in my brother's old room, and he started texting me in the middle of the night saying he couldn't sleep in that room. And then she said, ha-ha, I don't think he has ever heard me tell this story, but I can't remember and don't really want to ask. Dang. Love the podcast. You girls keep me laughing every week. Creep it real, Jen. Oh, my God. That is so freaking sweet. That makes my heart smile. It reminds me of Coco, that Disney movie that made Never me cry. I know. If you could just have a freaking life outside of your house. <laughs> <laughs> my house that I've had for a week. Yeah. that Like, two she weeks, goes outside. Whatever. I'm just saying she's been trying to move in for two weeks. You should watch that movie. But anyway, that reminds me of that. And, like, it's really sweet and really Aww. sad. Well, hell, I don't want to watch it if it's really sad. Well, I mean this, too. I know. I'm just kidding. Like, can you imagine? She just wanted a hug. Man. No, I don't want to imagine because it makes me sad. I know, but then it also makes me scared because I'd run, too. Yeah, but, like, once you found out who it was, oh, you could yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. sup. You know? Mm-hmm. You knew it was not a bad person. Yeah. That was a good one, Jen. Yes. So this one is from Valerie W., She says, Sinister Sighting Story Time. Yes. When my mom was a preteen, her family moved to upstate New York from Ohio. My mom had what she believed to be a touch of the gift. She knew people were going to die, and she told my grandma, who promptly freaked out and asked that she never do it again. (laughs) Wait, did she say, you going to (laughs) die? You in danger, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So she was obviously in tune with the spirits. The man who built the house they moved into, question mark, well, he never left, even after he died. He liked to mess with my mom, maybe because she was sensitive to spirits, but likely because her room was his old room. Oh, shit. When she'd wash the dishes, her normal chore, he started scaring her. Next to the sink was the doorway to the basement. She'd see the door handle turn and the door open, but no one would be there. Oh, fuck no. Not not messing with a fucking basement. No. Stay away from basement doors. Yes. Um, this was already enough for her, but when she was alone in the house, she'd hear him. She'd hear the attic open up open upstairs, and then and she put in parentheses, it was the old school trap door with the ladder that folded down. Oh. That's what I have in my house uh-huh. and my parents' house. Then footsteps across the upstairs, halfway down the stairs, and then back up to the attic. Uh Uh-uh. Her dog, Spooky. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. She's an OG creepster. Mm -hmm. Her dog, Spooky, started perking his ears and growling, so she knew it was really happening. So the next time she heard the footsteps come down the stairs, her and Spooky ran up the stairs, 
the attic ladder was freaking down. Oh, fuck. Uh Uh-uh. She said, she noped out of there. No one believed her until my uncle was washing the dishes and the ghost must have gotten confused and opened the basement door. He tried to explain it away. Flash forward 30 years, my grams was still living there. When I slept over, I stayed on the couch in the living room so I could sneak some midnight shows of Alfred Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Oh, yeah. My brother, he stayed in my mom's old room. One day, he said he saw a face in the curtains when he woke up. Uh Uh-uh. My mom froze when he described the guy. It was him. Back for more. I never went in that room after dark because I didn't want to be friendly with the ghost that fucked with my mama and my brother. No. Though now I'm kind of sad to be left out of that ghost adventure. (laughs) Enjoy the spooky tale of my mom's prankster ghost. Oh, my gosh. One, can you imagine the ghost like, oh, fuck. It's it's Wrong guy. Wrong person. (laughs) Abort. Abort. I just picture him like walking like. uh, The Grinch. Yes. Like backwards. Like, oh, nope. Not here. Wrong person. (laughs) Gotcha. Oh, fuck. Got me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, No. Attics, basements. No. If it's not the fucking main level, I don't want it. I know. Including second-story homes. Yeah, like, why one who wants stairs? No. Why would I want to climb stairs? No, Michael Peterson or the owl? Gonna get you. You know, I think one of the funniest things my dad has ever said was, because I was thinking about exercise and stairs mm-hmm. and who the fuck wants to do that. <laughs> one time he was working out of town and he was working with some younger guys and they were like, hey, we're going to go to the gym in the hotel. Do you want to come with us? Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, this old body only has so many steps left in it, and I'm not going to waste them practicing. <laughs> That's funny. Like, because they wanted to walk yeah. on the treadmill. Um, like, oh, we my. get it. I know. Shut up. <laughs> 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 oh, my oh. God. I cracked up at that. And that's what I think about when I think of, like, upstairs. Yeah. Ugh. No, thanks. Especially if, like, everything's upstairs, but then your laundry's downstairs. That's uh-uh. the biggest pain in the ass. No. no thank you. Okay, so here's another story from someone who wants to be anonymous. Sophia. Sophia. Picture it. Okay. (laughs) Sophia says, I think I was around six or seven at the time this happened. My grandpa had just passed away and my mom was pretty distraught. As was I, but I think I was a little too young at the time to process what was really going on. Anyway, my mom and her sisters went and picked out this really nice suit to bury my grandpa in. He was all about looking his best, so they picked out a really nice pinstriped suit, a nice tie with a distinct pattern design on it. I can't remember exactly what it is now, but anyway, the day after his funeral, I had a dream about him. He came to me and told me he loved me and loved my mom and everything was going to be okay. He hugged and kissed me and told me to do the same for my mom. The next day, I came to her and gave her a hug and a kiss and told her it was from Grandpa. She started crying, and I proceeded to tell her it was okay. I just saw Grandpa last night, and he told me everything was okay, and he seemed happy. She was taken aback by this and began asking me a bunch of questions. One of the questions she asked was, what was he wearing? I described to her the exact thing that he had been buried in down to the last detail. Again, I had never seen him wear this before as it was all new stuff they had purchased specifically for the funeral. I didn't go to the funeral and didn't see the clothes beforehand or anything like that. For my mom, that was proof enough that my grandpa had come to visit me 
in my dream. I will say I had never had an experience like that before or since that time. I honestly don't know what to think about it, and it's a little strange for sure. Dang. That's That's cool, though. Yeah. Well, it's like, you might not be sensitive. You just really needed to know that, and your mom really needed to know that. Exactly, yes. It's always so sweet to hear about, like, a father's love and, like, just a loved one's love. That was a good one to end on, though. Yeah, it was was so sweet. It was light. It was airy. It was (laughs) crisp. It was cloud-like. No, I don't know. No, it was not crisp. No, it was really good, though. Yeah. Uh, Of course, these stories never freaking disappoint. No, they are so good. They make my stomach hurt. (laughs) They make my heart smile. That's all I can think of right now. (laughs) Your body does a lot of weird shit. It So thank y'all so much for sending these in. And if you have a story you want to share with us about pretty much anything. Yes. Ghost related, crime related. We would love to hear stories that your parents told you. Like scary stories or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like how I've said before, my mom made up that story about heepy and jeepy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She was real original. We would love to hear anything like that. Yes. So send them in to us, aparanormalchicks at gmail.com. Yes. And remember, creep it real and and don't don't get scared. scared.